What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on another exciting episode of Data. My name is Brian, and I look forward to sharing with you another amazing guest today. But first, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please make sure you get out there and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now sit back and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Dad Up, everyone. So glad you joined me for this Mother's Day special. Today on Dad Up, we're honoring moms and a very special guest joining me to share her experience as a mom. But before I introduce her, I just wanted to wish a happy Mother's Day to all the moms that are listening. My guest is a very successful television personality. She's a best-selling author. She's an entrepreneur, a public speaker, an advocate for PCOS. Her story began as a young teen mom. She was a cast on the hit MTV series, 16 and Pregnant. And now she's on a well-known, she's a well-known cast member on the hit TV show, Teen Mom OG. Her and her husband, Taylor, also own a very successful clothing line called TTM, which stands for Things That Matter. Even though her life and her family on the show have been on television for over 10 years, she still takes her life as a wife and a mother very seriously. I am very honored to welcome my good friend, Macy Bookout McKinney to Dad Up. Welcome to the show, Macy. Hey, how are you? Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for taking time out of your day. I really appreciate it. Just for any of my listeners, obviously they could Google your name and find out who you are, but do me a favor, just kind of give me a little bit of a backstory on Macy and how your kind of your journey began. And then also, obviously this is a podcast for parents. So a little bit about your family as well, how many kids you have and all that. All right. So I am born and raised in Chattanooga, Tennessee um, when I was Growing up, I played all kinds of sports, mainly softball, volleyball, and rode dirt bikes. When I was in high school, a junior in high school, I unexpectedly got pregnant with my son, Bentley, who is now 12. He will be 13 in October. Around the same time, like during my pregnancy, is when I was casted to be on the show 16 and Pregnant and we actually just shot the pilot. We didn't know if it was going to get picked up or not. It did. Um, and then years later, I met my husband, Taylor. And at this point, we were filming Teen Mom OG. And then Taylor and I had our daughter, Jade. And then exactly one year and two days later, we had our son, Maverick. So Jade will be six um, at the end of May and Maverick will be five at the end of May. And now we're just like really busy running around (laughs) all the ball fields and working and filming everything. Right. Now you guys are not filming right now, correct? Actually, we are. We are filming right now. We, after the last, pretty much the past season just stopped airing, like the reunion just aired and we got a few weeks off, but we are back up and running right now. Wow. Well, very cool. Now you've been doing it for a while. Obviously you've got the three kids now and very active, very busy. Is there, uh, I guess, probably the listeners that know who you are may want to know, is there any, are you looking at maybe moving on eventually? Because obviously we know Chelsea moved on. Are you looking, are you looking to do that um, soon or are you still, the guy's still going strong? You know, it's honestly a season to season uh, decision. Um, but I think right now, definitely more than ever, we're leaning more toward deciding, you know, when the right time to move on is. Um, and if we do move on from the show, would it be to maybe stay in TV and just kind of go a different direction? 
or do we want to kind of leave TV behind for good? But it really all depends on how it affects our children, especially since, you know, Bentley's in middle school, which right. is a tough age in general. And then Jade, uh, she'll be in first grade in this in the fall. And then Maverick will start kindergarten in the fall. So, you know, it is getting kind of to that time, especially for our kids. But I don't know. It's it's really season to season. And um, if we're able to film and kind of leave the kids more for the B-roll and like the funny stuff, I think we're okay with continuing <laughs> with the show. But uh, it just depends, really. Well, let me ask you this. You know, obviously you got... Bentley, who's in middle school now, the three kids have obviously been in television their whole life. I mean, you guys are doing so yeah. many different things between, you know, you as a mom, a wife, you have the clothing line, which is a success. Obviously, the television show, you're an advocate for PCOS, obviously public speaker, author, you have all these things going on. And, you know, from a, as a viewer of the show, um, you know, my wife and I watch the show every single week. Uh, we just got done with the reunion, which was Awesome. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I know you know what I'm talking about, but it yeah. was great. Uh, um, but you guys seem to do it so effortlessly. How do you manage? So, how do you manage all these things? You know, there's really no secret. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not. I wouldn't actually consider myself like an extreme, like scheduled person. It's more just a matter of knowing, like, okay. Tomorrow, I have this, 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 and this, and then in the morning, like, making sure I, I didn't miss something. But sometimes, you know, people will be like, you know, you were pregnant for two years in a row, and Bentley was playing, you know, sports all the time, and this and that, and you were working, and all all the things. And I'm like, you know, sometimes I think about it, and I'm like, I don't even remember certain parts of my life because we were so busy. Right. But, I mean, we really just... We enjoy everything that we do and especially everything that has to do with our kids. And as far as work goes, you know, I'm passionate about writing and advocating and Taylor is passionate about the clothing line. So everything we do, we really enjoy, which makes it easier. But it, we really just have to divide and conquer and uh, I mean, really just be a team because it would yeah. be impossible alone. I can tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, with three kids, I have two boys and they're both adults now. They're 22 and 19. And so at the time when they played sports, we were able to kind of divide where, mm -hmm. where you know, I would go to one son's thing and my wife would go to the other son's thing if they were both happening at the same time. You have three. And obviously the three, from what I've seen, obviously through television, the three are all involved in sports. I mean, yes. all three of them wrestle. And so... <laughs> How do you guys, how do you guys kind of divide that up where you have three of them doing three different things? So they do all play sports. Um, they all three wrestle. The two boys play baseball. Jade plays softball. And then Bentley also golfs. It works out most of the time because, well, Taylor coaches, uh, is an assistant coach on Bentley's baseball team. And I coach Jade's softball team. Oh, Maverick cool. is on... Uh, you know, a little little league rec team that's kind of made up of the little brothers from Bentley's baseball team because they are okay. all the, like the same age. So they were able to work out the schedule where Mavericks team doesn't really coincide at the same time with Bentley's team. Right. At the same time, we have 
always, I mean, even throughout Bentley's life, we've always, I don't know, the parents on the team, like we're all so close on all the teams and everybody is always willing to help each other out. So on any given day, I'm picking up like Jade from school and two other girls that are on her team and taking them to practice or, you know, a mom on a Mavericks team who also has an older son on Bentley's team might help Taylor with Maverick and that stuff. So it, when they say it takes a village, it really does take a village. (laughs) Wrestling is easier because they're, they're all at the same tournament, but when baseball and softball comes around, it's definitely, I feel like we travel around the world in a single day. So you got the carpool going on. Definitely. (laughs) Very cool. Now, obviously, um, you know, a mom of three, three kids and, and two of them are young. So how do you make sure, cause obviously Bentley's, you know, he's, he's in those approaching those teenage years. How do you make sure that you give each one of them one-on-one attention because they are so active, so busy and you're busy. Yeah. So I'll be honest, there's, there might be, you know, a, a random time here or there. If the boys, you know, are going to go to the driving range at the golf course and just have fun. Then me and Jade will, we go to this place called Polly Claire's and we have like a tea party and it's an actual like tea room and, or we'll go get a pedicure or something like that with Bentley. It just depends. Sometimes it's, you know, going up to a batting cage or something or going to top golf, just the two of us. But honestly, you can never count on, free time like that. So growing up and playing sports and playing travel ball, I know I spent a lot of time in the car with my mom and dad, (laughs) either together or separately. And honestly, most of like my life lessons learned and hearing stories and just talking was in the car. So I always try to take full advantage of car rides, whether it's like to school from school to a game it, it doesn't matter. Like try to turn the radio down for a little bit and just talk to them. Um, because like I said, you can't count on, uh, consistently having free time, especially for just one child. So anytime I'm in the car with them, just me and one single child, I try to make the most of the car rides. Mm, that's, that's great. And that's, that's important. Mm-hmm. I, I know, um, you know, obviously you're, you're coaching softball, which is awesome. Taylor's obviously I've seen him coaching, coaching Bentley. I, my boys both played sports and I coached them throughout all their years from the time they were four, all the way up through high school. Uh, I coached high school, I still coach high school varsity basketball. And, um, it's, it's interesting. You know, when I think about the one-on-one times with my boys, um, it's one of the reasons why I coached, because if I'm going to be there at the practices anyways, or the games anyways, why not be involved? Yeah. And you know, when I, when I'm taking them to practice or taking them to the game, that was our opportunity. That was our time to, to chit chat. Yes. And, uh, sometimes it wasn't always great, great yeah. conversations. Cause if they, you know, if, if they lost a game or something and we're driving home, you know, they didn't necessarily want to talk about it. And I know Bentley's very competitive, so I'm sure he, he, you probably had similar experiences, but, uh, no, those are great. Um, car rides are certainly, certainly, uh, a great time to just turn the radio off and it's just one-on-one quality time that you guys can just, just share and, and, yep. and bond. That's cool. That's yes. awesome. Now you're dealing with obviously three different personalities. 
for how sure. Do you, how do you <laughs> how do you parent each one differently? Oh my goodness. Well, Bentley and I I feel like I like he knows me inside and out and I know him inside and out. So with him, it's a def the most important thing I would say for both of us, even though our personalities are actually very different. The number one thing is respect and just support. So it's more or less just talking and being open and really trying to hear him. And that goes a long way, especially because he, I wouldn't say he's a shy kid or a completely closed off kid, but he's definitely not the most vocal of the group. Um, he, you know, is in his own lane and he's always in his own and I just have to read what Zony's in and, and get into it with him. Um, with Jade, I would say I'm definitely the hardest on her. And honestly, it's because she is so intelligent and so, I don't know. I just see so much potential <laughs> for like anything. Like I make a joke all the time. Like one day she's either going to be like president or like run NASA or <laughs> something. So I'm definitely the hardest on her, but also because I have times with her when it's just us girls where I just make sure, you know, make her feel very good about herself, but also ask her questions where I can kind of read if she's struggling with anything, especially now that she's in school, as far as friends or feeling any type of way about friends or herself. Um, so with her, it's, it's really just serious girl time, fun girl time, but then like get to business. Like we're, we're on business, business time sometimes. And then Maverick, I'll be honest, that boy, he's hard <laughs> to keep alive. I mean, he's hard to parent. And he, I don't know, he just has this spirit that is so wonderful. And it's difficult because when you have to parent a child with a spirit like his, you don't want, like, I always say, I don't want to put the flame out. Right. But you have to be very careful to not, like, ignite it further. <laughs> right. So it, <laughs> He is definitely the hardest to parent, but also, honestly, the most fun to parent. Um, oh, cool. It's a day-to-day, moment-to-moment thing <laughs> with him, but I, I absolutely love it. And I think me and Taylor just asked for it when we named him Maverick. <laughs> That's cool. Well, he probably has a little bit of Bentley and a little bit of Jade in him. He definitely does. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, you mentioned respect and support. Obviously, we want to respect our kids. We want to support our kids. But it, but it goes both ways. They have yes. to respect and support us as well. And I, I see that. Obviously, I'm just viewing it from uh, uh, you know somebody who watches the show. But I see that in Bentley, that he has a deep level of respect for not only you, but Taylor, uh, yes. which I think is remarkable. And it's a, it's a credit to you and Taylor, how you guys are parenting him. So um, I commend you for that. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, now, Bentley's, you know, boys, he's getting to that age where he's, he's approaching the teenage years. At this age, you know, most boys kind of close down and they, and they have a tendency to just not share as much with their mom. Right. But you, but seeing what I see and seeing what, you know, the viewers see, you guys have great open communication. Yes. And what do you, what do you think you credit that to? 
There are a couple of things. I would say number one for sure would be that from the day he was born until really until Taylor moved to Tennessee when he was five, it was just, it was like me and Bentley against the world. Like there were times, I mean, he went everywhere with me. He, he pretty much went to college with me too. Right. Like I would just put him in the car and I'd be, I would get him like a Yoohoo and some lifesavers. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, I just need you to sit here and please just don't interrupt because I can't, they can't tell me that you can't come back or I'm not going to be able to go to school. But I feel like he should have like an associate's degree at this point. <laughs> but really, like I, I, we were just so close that he, he was kind of just in my pocket. And I've always been honest with him about everything in an age appropriate level. And one thing that I do with all of my children, and if people are like, can you give some parenting advice? This would definitely be one of like my top things is anytime Bentley would ask a question or any of my kids any question. I mean, like, okay, why do you stop at a red light? Or why do you go on a green light? Answer the question. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't know the answer, it's okay to tell them that you don't know, but then make sure and say, I don't know the answer to that. Let's figure it out together. And, and then we would figure it out together. So we all, he also learned a lot of things while I was learning them, but also I've, I've always made it a point to that he can share anything and everything with me and he will never be in trouble for it. It's not going to, you know, turn into, even if it's something that like, he's like mad at me about something like I need to know those things and I want to know those things, but it's really just about trust and respecting how he feels, how any of my kids feel really. But with Bentley, that's, like I said, it was just me and Bentley against the world. And we, we've always kind of held on to that because it was such a major time in our lives. We kind of grew up together. Yeah. Do you think that, and thank you for that. And I want to do, I do want to touch on what you just said there, but I did have a follow-up question. Do you think that the television show had anything to do with, with teaching him how to communicate? Because obviously on the television show, you have to talk, you have to, you have to be, you know, kind of doing your thing and, and but still being interacting with your parents. Do you think that kind of helped him? To be honest, I, I wouldn't say it did. Um, okay. I think because I was, you know, trying to make sure I finished high school before I had him and then went straight to college and working. And really he was just with me all the time, even when I was hanging out with my friends or we would go bowling or something. I always treated him probably a little bit older than he was and talked to him, not like he was a baby, you mm. know, and we always just had conversations. So I think that his ability to speak for himself and have mature conversations and kind of see things from, from multiple points of view really just comes from when he was younger and, you know, just like I said, being in my pocket all the time. Yeah. And I wanted to go back. You had talked about, you, you had, you had said that, you know, a parenting tip and it's great. Anytime a child asks a question, answer it. And if you don't tell them, let's figure it out together. I think that's great. 
uh, super important because yes. it helps them to kind of develop those conversation skills. But at the same time, the fact that you're, sh- you're saying, Hey, like, like we get the kids that ask, you know, little kids, and I'm sure maybe Jade or Maverick that have asked this or are going to ask this, why is the sky blue? You know, that's a question that we may not understand or know, but it's one of those things where we can go, Hey, let's figure this out together. I don't yes. know that, that answer. Let's figure this out together. So that's great. But I love the fact that you shared that you've told your kids Bentley in particular, you've told him, do not ever be afraid to share anything with me. I will, I will be here for you. And it's something that I preach on my show a lot where I've done this with my boys their whole lives. I said, I don't care if you're in trouble, if you've done something wrong, uh, if you've got somebody that's bothering you and I don't care what it is, I will always have your back yes. and I want you to be comfortable coming to me because I will always support you no matter what you've done or haven't done. Absolutely. Uh, and I, and I think you have displayed that and your relationship with Bentley clearly shows that. So very good. Now, let me ask you this. You guys, you and Taylor have just done a fantastic job in parenting. And I know I had Taylor on my show last year and I've told him the same thing, but you guys have done such a great job parenting as a team. But what do you think is a, the secret to remaining a united front when you guys don't necessarily agree? I think number one, we don't, especially if we're not sure, like, like say I'm in a situation where I'm not sure that Taylor would make the same decision or handle something the way that I'm going, I would, we try to wait until we can talk to each other about it, or at least run it by each other. Of course, sometimes, you know, either of us has to make an executive parenting decision, Mm -hmm. but number one, we always like our kids know that even if we might, do something differently or parent differently in certain situations, we are still on the same team and we will back each other on any decision that we make. So that is definitely important. Now we are also like, say something happens or Maverick, like one time, literally Maverick called his teacher at preschool, a fart knocker. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and on, it was like his. It's this lady who's basically been a teacher his whole life, and she was like, li- "I wasn't even mad because I know Maverick, and I know he was messing with me. Like he wasn't trying to be mean or anything." And it was one of those. Like at first, we were like, "What were you thinking?" But like, say a situation like that, but obviously like more serious, and one of us has to handle it, or one of us maybe overreacts in the moment like we can kind of just give each other a look or even just like, like I can just like grab his hand or he can just like, you know, rub my back. And like, that's kind of our cue. Like, all right, you, you're going a little hard right now. Calmed. Like you need to take a step back, but without saying it, you know, in front of the kids, it's just a way because I know that he would want me like neither one of us want to lose our minds and and especially over something that doesn't warrant it. And sometimes being as busy and stressed and the crazy lifestyle we live, it's easy for something small to make me or him go a little harder or react a little more than we should. So that's one thing like we're, we will always be the first one to like give this sly little cue or hint like, okay, let me handle it from here because you're not in the right headspace 
to handle this the way that I know you would want to handle it. And that's, that's awesome. big time. Yeah, that's awesome. And I just want to bring something up, you know, Maverick being five years old and calling his teacher a fart knocker. <laughs> you, you do know that's learned. You do know that's learned behavior. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I know sometimes like he'll, he'll be goofy at school or something and I'll pick him up and, and they do this with Taylor too. Cause we've talked about it, but they'll say something like that. And then they'll, they'll just look at me like miss, miss Danielle's her name. She'll say, hmm, Macy, I wonder where he got that from. And I'm right. like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool. Well, that's, that's good though. But I mean, you brought up important points. It's, it's important for us as parents um, when we don't necessarily agree on how the other parent is handling a situation, never confront the parent in front of the child because that sends mixed messages. And then the, and then the child uh, learns to kind of play off the, the parents against each other. And exactly. Well, you know, we're not all going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. Um, yep. We're not going to be perfect as parents. And my wife and I have never been perfect parents. But the one thing that we've always tried to do is, hey, we we have to discuss this another time away from the kids and then come back to it, circle back. And if one of my boys ever did something wrong and it was something that, you know, we felt maybe, you know, I have a tendency, I'm, I'm an ex-Marine. I have a tendency to kind of get, lose my temper a little bit. You know, my boys were growing up. If I kind of got frustrated or lost my temper, my wife would have to kind of, like you, like you, I like the pat, the rub on the back kind of thing. She kind of have to kind of grab my arm and just go, okay, let's, let's calm down. Yeah. And then I, then I would tell my boys, all right, we need, to, I'll come back to this. We'll circle back and we'll discuss this. And then my wife and I would have a conversation and you know, then we would go from there. But uh, that's really cool that you guys do that. Clearly you guys are doing that well. So um, I appreciate it, but um, we went into bonus time. So um, I apologize for going a little long, but I know you're good. It. I was, I was actually going to add a point on to what, yeah, said, go ahead. Um, another thing for me too, like that I think, especially in today's world, that is so important for like for us to teach our kids is that if we do overreact or if we do recognize that we've maybe made our kids or our child, any of them feel a specific way or instead of disciplining, ended up maybe even hurting their feelings or embarrassing them in, in any sort of way, or just lost our temper. Me and Taylor make a point also to apologize. And I think that's something that, especially in today's world with social media and, you know, technology and stuff, the, the lack of verbal communication and also accountability is slowly fading, but I, I have hope we can keep it going. But I think like for me as a mom, I know that say I'm like, oh no, we're running late. And I'm like, get your shoes on. And then I get irritated. I'm like, come on, get your, you know, and go a little step further. And it's not their fault. You know, it's totally on me because I'm the adult. So I try my very best to recognize those times and then make sure I let like say that exact situation and say it's Jade to tell her like, you know what? I lost my cool earlier. It was not your fault. And I am so sorry that, that that's how I acted. You didn't deserve that. I will try to do better because it's teaching our kids that number one, we are human and we aren't perfect and we're not going to do everything right. Number two, it's okay to apologize and to take accountability when you know that you did something that maybe made someone else feel 
badly in any sort of way. And I just feel like it's so important for kids to grow up knowing like, number one, it's okay. You're going to mess up. Number two, it's okay to take accountability. And not only is it okay, but it's actually like four steps forward when you can apologize and make it known that you recognize what what happened and you want to do your best to do better. And I just feel like it's so important for kids to learn that right now. You're absolutely right. I think it's super important for us to to acknowledge, uh, especially to our kids and even our spouses for that matter, yes. to, to be able to apologize and, yes. and own our mistakes because we are human. And the one thing that you are, you know, when you do that to your kids, I know I was joking about learned behavior earlier, but that is learned behavior. You're teaching your kids that it's okay to be, to be vulnerable and make mistakes as long as you own those mistakes and learn from them. So that's, that's awesome. I think it also just keeps, it's one of those, even though, especially with the little ones, they might not quite understand the full, full aspect of respect, but it's showing them that you respect them enough and so much to take accountability and apologize And as human beings in general, adults or children, it doesn't matter when someone can own what they did and apologize to you sincerely, it, you lose no respect for them by that. Like you, you honestly gain more respect by seeing that they wanted to take accountability and own it and make sure that you knew that they were sorry. So it's like, um, I I just feel like it also teaches a lot about Hey, you're even though I was angry and I messed up, I respect you. And I hope I'm thinking in my mind, you know, that in turn, this will help you respect me as your parent because I treat you with respect by apologizing. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that. Now, let me uh, do you mind if I ask you one more question? No, no, you're good. Okay. I think it's important because it is this question I skipped over just because of time, but I do want to go back to it because I think it's super important. You as a, you, as a young teen mom, obviously you were a single parent. What advice do you have for single moms, even if they're teen moms? Let's see, man. That's a good question. I would say number one, there is, it seems like a blurred line and it seems like you can't quite possibly have two top priorities, but you have to prioritize yourself as much as you do your child. And I know for me, one of the hardest things was really just doing it alone as far as the discipline went, because growing up and having my mom and my dad, it was always, you know, one was good cop, one was bad cop. And so for me, it's like, man, I know that I have to discipline Bentley right now, but who's going to be there to, you know, kind of give him a hug or, you know, let him cry or, or whatever. So there was a period of time where I just avoided disciplining him and it didn't last long. I'm saying maybe three months, probably about age three and four. And, um, I'm just, it was so difficult, but I, that's really when I learned that you can discipline and then you can, you can wait just like five minutes, not even that long. And then go back and say, listen, 
how would you feel if I did that to you? How would you feel if I talked to you that way or acted mm-hmm. like this toward you? And especially as a single parent, you have such a close relationship with the child that it Im- it almost immediately hits them. Like, oh my gosh, I would, you know, I don't know what I would do if you, tr- if you talked to me like that or acted like that toward me. So don't be so hard on yourself when it comes to disciplining. You have to maintain a level of respect between the both of you. And you can't take your stress out on your kid, but just be, don't be hard on yourself. I think single parents are so hard on themselves and try not to sweat the small stuff. Like it is hard. It's stressful. It's crazy. Try to enjoy the little things. Don't sweat the small things. Enjoy the little things because even if you do find somebody one day, or maybe you don't ever want to find anybody else, <laughs> you're going to miss it. You will miss it. Trust me. Enjoy the little things. That's awesome. It, you're right. And, you know, obviously don't blink because they grow up. Obviously, you know that. Uh, now Man, that absolutely. <laughs> I, and I, I think the same thing, you know, at t- my, my boys, 22 and 19, I, and I still think back to when they, when I brought them home to the hospital and how fast time yes. went. So just yes. enjoy yeah. every part of it. Well, that's cool. Well, listen, Macy, um, for my listeners who want to either learn more about you, kind of look you up, where's the best place for them to do that? And then obviously you have your books, your clothing line. If you wanted to talk a little bit about those as well, uh, please feel free. Uh, Well, honestly, if anyone wants to find me, I'll probably be at the ball field. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, um, Instagram is really my main, the social media thing that I'm on most, especially with posting about the kids and me and whatever everybody likes to see. And then my books are all on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. The latest one is my poetry book. And that's besides my children, that's my baby. But really just uh, besides that, like I said, I'll be at the ball field. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and then you guys, you and Taylor obviously have the clothing line, which is very successful. Yes, and I do, we do. I, I do have a shirt. So um, I'm proud owner of a TTM. So, um, yeah, we'll have to send y- y'all a big care package. But yeah, TTMLifestyle.com. It stands for things that matter. And we really... Our goal initially was to just, we're both big t-shirt wearers. We just wanted to make good quality t-shirts and uh, focus on the things that matter. So we've, as of the past probably year and a half, really, we work with a lot of organizations, nonprofits, um, doing TTM shirts and designing them and selling them. And then the proceeds go to different nonprofits. So there's a lot of cool stuff to check out on the website. And we're always open to ideas too. So feel free to like message the TTM lifestyle Instagram page or even email the customer service. And if you know a nonprofit or have a cause that's close to you, we love getting the ideas and coming up with stuff and working with people um, because that, that is, that's the stuff that matters those are the real things that matter. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, very cool. I will say this, my, the, the shirt that I have, it's a great, it's like an army green shirt and I absolutely love it. It's, yes. uh, it's one of my best fitting shirts. I, it's one of my favorites. So, um, it's a very, very, I mean, she's right. It's great. They're quality. wonderful. They don't shrink and they don't fade. 
Yeah. And uh, we, I did that on purpose because Taylor always wanted his shirts hung up and not dried. And I have to dig through after they were in the washer and like pull all of the shirts out. I'm like, nope, all of our shirts are not going to shrink or fade. So I can just throw them in the dryer. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, well, listen, Macy, it's been uh, a pleasure having you on. I thank you for going uh, over time with me and just kind of sharing your experiences as mom. You're doing phenomenal. I thank usually you. say you, uh, you represent the dad community very well, but in this case, you represent the mom community very well. And I do hope that you have a happy Mother's Day uh, with your family, with your kids, and obviously uh, with my guy Taylor there. But thank you very much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. It was awesome. And we'll get a TTM package and some Tombow pins headed your way. Oh, oh, awesome. (laughs) I would love that. I would love that. All right. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Another exciting episode complete. My guest today certainly represents the data community very well. Continue to stay tuned because my shows with amazing guests comes out every week. You don't want to miss out. Please help the show by subscribing and leaving a rating. I would love your feedback. If you know anyone this show could help, please share it with them. I don't want anyone missing out on what it takes to be a great parent. If you have comments or questions, please let me know. You can message me on my Instagram page at Data Podcast. I read all your comments and respond to them all. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. This is Data. Up.